I'm Jennifer, and I am so glad that you are here with me on day number 102. We have crossed the 100-day mark. This is our year-long journey through the Bible where we are immersing ourselves in the story of God, and each day brings with it a unique experience. Some days we have fun with it. It's lighthearted and jovial, and then other days we're more serious, and still other days are more contemplative and reflective. And what I'm discovering through consistent daily engagement, talk about no days off, not a single one, it's that the Bible is a rich and multi-dimensional book with countless layers of meaning. I mean, I knew it was deep, but what I'm seeing and learning now is deeper than the deep I knew before. Ooh, and that reminds me of that song that says, every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. So every day in the word and with the word is sweeter and deeper than the day before. I like that. Oh, I'm so grateful for this journey. And of course, for the opportunity to share it with all of you. So we're picking back up where we left off yesterday in the Old Testament back into the book of Joshua. And I feel a little tension building as we're about to encounter one of the most famous stories in the Bible. This is so exciting. But I'm not going to give you any spoiler alerts. Well, maybe just a little hint. Just one word. Jericho. All right, y'all. Let's get ready to march. Joshua chapter 5 verse 1 through chapter 7 verse 15. The voice. When the kings of the Amorites who lived in the hills west of the Jordan and the kings of the Canaanite cities on the plain by the sea heard how the Eternal had dried up the waters of the Jordan so the Israelites could cross, they were alarmed, and their courage failed at the thought of the advancing Israelites. At that time, the Eternal One commanded Joshua to make flint knives and reinstate the rite of circumcision for male Israelites. So Joshua made flint knives as he was told to do, and the Israelite males were circumcised at Gibeath Haraloth. This is because all of the male Israelites who had fled from Egypt and all their soldiers who had fought so bravely had been circumcised, but they had died on the long journey, and those who had been born during the journey had not yet been circumcised. Circumcision, the ritual removal of a male's foreskin, usually in infancy, is one of the ways God tells his people to distinguish themselves from those around them. This rite is carried out at this point in the story to reconfirm the Israelites' identity as God's people and to prepare them for the greatest celebration that marks them as God's people, the Passover, which commemorates God bringing them safely out of slavery in Egypt. The Israelites had wandered in the wilderness for 40 years, and because they would not listen to the voice of the Eternal, God promised that none of the original community would live to enter the land He promised to their ancestors, a land flowing with milk and honey. It was their children and grandchildren whom He raised up to receive that land instead. Joshua circumcised those sons and grandsons now because it had not been done previously. When they all had been circumcised, they remained in their camp until their wounds were healed. It was here where they had piled up the stones that the Eternal spoke to Joshua. Eternal One, on this day I have rolled away from you the shame of Egypt, and the place is called Gilgal, which means circle of stones even today. 
While the Israelites were encamped at Gilgal on the desert plain east of Jericho, they celebrated their first Passover on the evening of the 14th of the month in the land the Lord had promised them. And the next day they ate some produce of the land, roasted grain, and flatbread. Beginning after that Passover, the Israelites were no longer fed with manna as they were in the desert. From the day they ate from the new land, the manna ceased. From then on, they ate only the crops of the land of Canaan. Now when Joshua was traveling near the city of Jericho, he saw a man standing in front of him with a sword drawn and ready. Joshua, stepping toward him, Are you one of us, or are you one of our enemies? The man, Neither. I am here now as commander of the Eternal's army. Joshua, falling to the ground, What is your command for your servant, my lord? The man, Take off your sandals, for you are on holy ground. So Joshua did. The citizens of Jericho had barricaded themselves behind its high walls because of the Israelite forces. No one could get in or out. Eternal One to Joshua, I have given Jericho its king and all its soldiers into your hands. Every day for the next six days, you will march once around the city walls with all your fighting force. Seven priests will go in front of the covenant chest, each carrying a trumpet made from a ram's horn. On the seventh day, you will march around the city walls seven times, and the priests will blow their trumpets. When they play a long, final blast, then all the people will give a mighty shout. The city walls will collapse in front of you, and all the Israelites will charge in and take the city. So Joshua, the son of Nun, summoned the priests and instructed them, Joshua, Take up the chest and have seven priests, each carrying a ram's horn trumpet, march in front of the covenant chest of the Eternal. Then he gave orders to the people. Joshua, march around the city with the fighting men marching ahead of the chest of the Eternal. So they all proceeded as Joshua had commanded them. The fighting men led the way. The seven priests marched after them, blowing their horns continually in front of the covenant chest of the Eternal and the rear guard followed behind. Joshua gave the Israelites very strict instructions. Don't yell or shout. Don't let your voice be heard until the day I tell you. And then I want you to shout with all your might. So they circled the city once, carrying the covenant chest of the Eternal, and that night they returned to their camp. The next morning, Joshua rose early. The priests carried the chest of the Eternal and they all marched around the city in exactly the same order as they had the day before. The armed men, 